Hello, I'm Samantha Reid, CEO of Chemistry Australia, the national body representing Australia's chemistry industry. Welcome to episode two of the Chemistry for Life podcast series, in which we discuss the latest developments and opportunities stemming from the business of chemistry. In this episode, I speak to David Hawkins, Chairman and Managing Director of BASF Australia and New Zealand, and Chair of Chemistry Australia, and Dr. Ram Druva, BASF President of South and East Asia, ASEAN and ANZ, about social licence and what it means for our industry. David and Ram, thanks for joining me today on the Chemistry for Life podcast. Thanks, Samantha. Thanks, Samantha, for inviting The chemistry industry has created products that are vital to our quality of life. Clean drinking water, increased food production, to name just a few. Where do you see the opportunities for the chemistry industry to contribute in the longer term? Um, Traditionally, chemical industry, as you rightly said, Samantha, uh, has created a lot of products um, for improving the quality of life. Chemistry is ubiquity. Wherever we do, from morning to the evening, starting our way of work and life until we go to bed. We have a lot of chemistry involved in the products we use and the products we handle. Uh, Sustainability challenges for uh, Asia-Pacific region as well as globally is one of the topics. And uh, BASF, like many other chemical companies in this area, actively come back with new products and innovations. Um, Our purpose Uh, A global purpose for BSF is we create chemistry for a sustainable future. Entire value chain, not only at one level, but starting from our basic raw materials in the upstream up to the downstream products, starting from oil and gas to ethylene, propylene, and to our downstream products, which are used in the agricultural area or in the performance products or in the uh, health and nutrition and human care. So we have a lot of uh, uh, new innovations which helps to handle these type of solutions and issues in the market. So climate change, plastic waste in our oceans and waterways and preservation of the environment are all huge global issues at the moment. How can chemistry-based technology be used to tackle some of these challenges in the region? Uh, it's a very important and uh, pertinent question. To address global uh, uh, issues and megatrends, BASF is actively and continuously innovating with new products and solutions to contribute substantially to ensure sustainable solutions for the market. Uh, customers benefit from BASF solutions uh, that fit into their requirement and also benefit the business with both high growth and ensuring profitability. We have enough products in all the segments we operate, from automotive to engineering plastics and paints and coatings and catalysts, where every year BASF trying to introduce new products and solutions that ensure sustainability. In the plastic waste area, we have solutions where we can reuse, regenerate and also degradate some of the plastic waste into natural resources back again and we have an examples like EcoVio and where these products which are used for plastic bags or packaging can all be 100% renewed and this can all degrade over a period of time and with these solutions BASF 
sets a trend for avoidance of plastic waste and also recycle of plastic waste. Thank you. Um, certainly, um, I'd agree that uh, innovation is very important and Chemistry Australia has been doing a lot of work to uh, uh, facilitate partnerships um, in the innovation space between our industry and also the university um, and research sector. And as a science-based industry, um, that investment in inv innovation is critical to our future success. What do you consider to be some of the most important examples of new and emerging innovations in our sector? Uh, my, I myself started my career in BSF uh, after doing my PhD in chemistry and synthetic organic chemistry in a research field. After spending few years in the research and uh, growing up in the organization, today I'm handling uh, APEC uh, uh, head role. Uh, so innovation and research is a core front of success of BSF in the last 153 years. Uh, our innovation is focused on diverse field, um, which many of you know uh, is on the basic chemistry, but we also do a lot of innovation on uh, uh, 3D uh, initiatives, digitalization activities, process improvement, uh, product innovations. Uh, I can quote few examples and maybe uh, David can add a few from his Australian perspective. For example, we work on uh, PA6 uh, uh, powder for uh, polyamides specifically used for 3D printing. And uh, with our team in Shanghai, we are quite successful introducing uh, new products in this uh, vibrant field of uh, 3D printing and 3D innovations. Uh, there are many more examples on the battery field in the automotive sector as well as in home and healthcare uh, area. I guess when we look at the segments, you know, from a local point of view, I mean, the agriculture and mining industries are really key to uh, to our success of our business here. Um, and I think about some of the, the the pipeline of new innovation we're bringing to the to the agricultural sector, which um, you know makes our farmers more successful because um, they can deal with some of the challenges around pests or around weeds and we require new chemistry in that space to actually um, similar to the pharmaceutical space because um, some of the challenges present um, weeds for instance that, that develop resistance so um, we certainly are excited by um, a new set of products that we're, that we're introducing over the next few years that are going to help us address some of the challenges of the Australian ag industry um, and in mining we're, we're looking at some uh, some particular challenges around um, processes such as heat leaching and, and elements of, of the process chemistry um, that we think provide better, um, not just better outcomes for our customers in terms of production, but also better environmental outcomes as well. And I think that's the key for our innovation and certainly BSF's um, drive around innovation is that, um, and we talk about it through our accelerator products and Ram mentioned this, um, is that the products we introduce, we really have a focus that they'll be better products in terms of uh, performance for our customers and, and sustainable in terms of a better environmental footprint. Thank you. I actually recently had the opportunity to attend uh, the Manufacturing Hall of Fame Awards in Victoria and one of the things I noticed having come from uh, the automotive industry is the number of uh, winners of awards that were effectively suppliers into the automotive industry who have taken on the concepts of Industry 4.0. They've um, 
They've certainly innovated in terms of, you know, adding data, analytics, um, automation into their processes. Just adding to some of those comments that you've made about um, the innovations in the sector, are there other roles where you see uh, Industry 4.0 assisting in the chemistry industry, perhaps even in, you know, whether it's in the processes or even in smart products for the future? It's a great question, uh, Samantha. Um, Both chemical industry as well as uh, uh, BSF is transforming itself with the new age of digitalization. Um, For example, using business uh, digital technologies in the area of uh, uh, research, in the production, supply chain processes uh, can create additional value for our customers. It also increases the efficiency and effectiveness of our processes. I can give a lot of examples, but basically the Industry 4.0 was started in Germany, which is the birth of this, and BASF has been in the forefront together with other global German companies in pushing through Industry 4.0 and through across all our processes and projects. The company can also provide customers with innovative solutions and tailor-made activities in terms of products using digital field. For example, uh, we have in the supply chain uh, track and trace uh, technology being implemented globally. We move materials across regions uh, through our value chains from Europe into Asia, from Asia into uh, other parts within Asia and also from North America, vice versa. With this truck and trace digital uh, solutions, our customers can trace uh, the location of their materials and also prepare and plan for their internal production plan based on the location and the arrival time and also on the production uh, uh, product availability. Similarly, in our augmented reality production process in our plants in Shanghai and uh, Korea, we have uh, used digital te- technologies and solutions to transform our production processes to improve our efficiency both in maintenance as well as uh, in uh, our uh, improvement of reduction of waste in the plant, etc. So there are many, many solutions uh, and in uh, production uh, process as well as also in the supply chain and other related fields. And I guess when I think about the Australian-New Zealand perspective on that, I mean, we're really at the end of some long supply chains. And so the criticality of having real-time information available to us um, can be a real um, powerful way of helping our customers um, set the right inventory setting limits. And we can be really efficient through not just our own business, but into the businesses of our customers. So we're excited by that sort of potential for technology. Um, you know, we talk about our ag sector and the impo- and the sort of disruption that we see that um, certain technologies will have. And we're certainly part of uh, that group of companies investing heavily into um, digital ag solutions. And um, that goes beyond just things like measuring soil moisture and, temp- and weather and other, other impacts, but also integration with drones and how we might be more selective with um, uses of, of, of some of our products and we understand that's an important direction that um, that's good for good for farmers good for the environment and good for us so um, we, uh, we think that 
4.0 will be a will be a powerful driver for some business change here, and I think it's what I also see as positive in terms of our industries as well, because um, with the Australian agricultural industry, technologies like blockchain is going to really um, help to verify origins of products that that I think will provide value to the the made in Australia brand. So um, certainly um, excited by what the potential for those sort of technologies will give us as a as a company and a broader economy. And recently, we've seen the business community taking the initiative on issues where governments have struggled to make any progress. Plastic waste is one significant example. And David, you and I have talked at length about the circular economy and the need for, I think, industry to really uh, not wait for government and to actually lead on these issues. So how important is it for the chemistry sector to work together to improve the health of our environment and address current and future sustainability issues? Thanks, Sam. I think, look, from my point of view, and I think from the point of view of, of BASF, I mean, we, we think it's imperative and, and it's really built into the way we think about our business um, and the way we, you know, we, where we incorporate these sustainability topics into not just a fad, not just something we talk about, but into the very way we think about our organisation, how it runs, how we invest and what we put our R&D into. Um, and I think that, you know, one of the, the biggest drivers we saw in the, um, in the Edelman Trust Survey is the ability for um, CEOs to give, um, you know, their, their opinions and, and be thought leaders in this space because, you know, there's a vacuum of, of sensible, rational voices. And so, um, you know, we need, to, we need to take that responsibility on and we need to talk about the challenges of our businesses and some of the ways we can get to some of the solutions. So um, from my point of view, I think that um, it's vital we talk about it. It's also vital that we go beyond words. Um, And for instance, the Alliance to End Plastic Waste, where 30 companies globally have got together and they recognise the complexity of the plastic waste issue. You know, I think we, you know, we're a bit of a victim to some social media simplifications and, and, and simple solutions that are, uh, that are, that are multidimensional and complex. And I think that um, you know, it's great to see organisations like BSF take on the challenge to say, hey, part of that is um, talking to society about what is this challenge and how we're going about solving it. So it's not just about um, producers and how we capture it, but it's also about how we capture the waste and the whole waste issue. So um, we think those elements are really important and, and we see it as vital to our social licence. I mean, um, you know, there are, there are numerous examples where, um, you know, it's, it's not just regulation that we need to meet. Um, you know, society provides us with, uh, with challenges that go beyond what the, the merest regulation does. And government is you know, either not able to or not willing to be um, particularly strong on some of these issues. So I think it's also imperative that businesses lead that. Um, Ram, you might have a more global perspective, what do you think? Yes, uh, David, uh, I agree with what you said. Uh, uh, when you look at uh, the topic of uh, plastic waste, uh, uh, everyone in the value chain play an active role, whether it is uh, uh, companies, governments, NGOs, consumers, all play an active role to ensure that uh, we play a, a, a find a sustainable solution for this. Um, Alliance to End Plastic Waste is one of the initiatives. This shows how companies can come together and provide a platform to work together to find a solution. The biggest challenge is uh, in the to support infrastructure to provide collection and segregation of waste. That's where it starts from. 
and uh, there uh, the ngos and the governments and the society should actively participate in the collection as well as segregation of uh, plastic waste so that this can be uh, then the second level of companies and uh, research institutes can provide solutions how to recycle reuse or to provide a sub, uh, in terms of solutions for the waste uh, plastic waste to be handled uh, it starts from the bottom of the uh, pyramid in the value chain to start with the collection and segregation of waste well, thank you, David and Ram, for sharing your insights into the chemistry industry and social licence. It's been a valuable discussion. If you'd like to learn more about the topics we discussed today, please visit the Chemistry Australia website at chemistryaustralia.org.au. You can find a copy of this podcast and other episodes on our website under the News and Events tab. That's all for this episode, and thank you for listening. <laughs>